welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, season finale, Championship Sunday episode. We're here, we're live. Uh, before we kick this epic episode off, uh, let's do a quick admin for the show, as we always do. If you're watching this, uh, please like, share, subscribe um, at the bottom, Footy Fantasy, YouTube, and all our socials. Um, if you like audio podcast, the audio version will be out um, before tomorrow morning. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Pod. Um, we also put our short clips later in the week, Tuesday, to be specific. But we, you know, we just like to see you know short clips. Uh, so yeah, we're going to dive right in. We're going to dive right in. Championship Sunday. Uh, let's introduce all the guests. Uh, we'll start with uh, Ola. Second place, Ola. Nice. Thanks for joining us. Double, double domestic champions, Ola. Double domestic champion, Ola. <laughs> uh, my fellow uh, United uh, fan, sixth place, back in Motor 6. Daniel, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, Ovi. Top four is in our hands, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Top four is in our hands, Arsenal fans. Over here, you know, until, until they realize that the hands are actually, you know, very small hands. They can't hold yeah. them. <laughs> uh, just uh, growing pains. Uh, glad to be here. Growing pains. Okay. We are chasing Chelsea in our hands. <laughs> also, they were, they were dreaming of Todd, not just even fourth, though. They were dreaming of four, Todd. Four games in hand. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, uh, Chelsea fan, Dada, thanks for joining. This is it is famous. Trust the process. <laughs> yes. I have to zoom into this one. Uh, trusting the process, you know. So for people part of the world, you can see that <laughs> they understand the joke of trusting the process of Ateta. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's just dive. And in. and and just just a quick disclaimer. My lawyer has advised. That due to the fact that people's faces are on this shirt, you can't take a screen grab of, of this shirt. Just from a legal perspective, you can just enjoy the troll, but no screen grabs. Uh, okay, yes, no screen grabs. Uh, let's just dive right in. Title race, right? What a dramatic thing. Um, Manchester champions, of course, of England. Um, came down to fine margins. Uh, I'll let Ola take it away since um, I tried to get the Man City fan on, but yeah, she's celebrating at Etihad, so she'll join us another time. <laughs> uh, fair play. She, they deserve that celebration. Big congrats to them. Um, they showed they showed champions, champion spirit, basically, because if you have two goals down, 15 minutes to go, and you scored three goals in five minutes, yeah, you deserve to win the league, because at that point, it was out of their, well, it was slipping out of their hands. Um, like Stevie G. <laughs> yeah, Stevie G. Oh, Stevie G even tried. I didn't, for me, I didn't even think Villa could even go two goals up there. I was thinking they'll get smashed. From In my mind, I just thought, well, there's no way they're winning that match. Going two goals up was just even... It was re- irrelevant at that point because Liverpool were not even winning at that point. Mm-hmm. We were still drawing. <laughs> Liverpool were still drawing at that point when they went to the down. So they were still going to win it. Even if, if at that point, they were still going to win it. But for me, the problem was Wolves. Wolves are the problem because um, like two seasons ago, when this same situation happened, they gave us a very tough game. We beat them 2 0, but that game, they created a lot of chances. And today, they could have beaten Liverpool. They had chances, they first saves. 
at the end of it, City just deserve it. They, they win by one point, but one point is still something. <laughs> at the end of the day, you win it, you win it. Either way, they won it by a point, but they won it. And they won it deservedly. Because I know they, they had a big gap on Liverpool at the beginning. But I think it was 14 points at a stage. But they never. They, there was no point in which you could think Liverpool would go ahead of them on the final day. There was no point I was thinking, mm, it's going to happen. It was the only time when you could think, okay, if Liverpool could have scored the second goal early, maybe that would have helped. But there was no stage where Liverpool were even ahead on the table today. <laughs> that, that just shows how crazy it was. Even though it was tense, there was no stage Liverpool was actually top of the league today. Even <laughs> when they were 2 nil down. <laughs> so, what do you say? City, congrats to them. Uh, they deserve to win it. I saw Pep was crying. Yeah, I can, I can, I can <laughs> see why he was crying. It was emotional. Yeah, no, no, not trolling. Not really. That's an emotional way to win the league. So I can understand why he was crying at the end of it because I'm sure he's not won the league title that way before. <laughs> Maybe it just, just it's so dramatic. Oh, it was so dramatic. But congrats to them. Okay, okay. Um, anybody else have any other thoughts uh, about it? Ovi, thoughts about the final day drama? I mean, it was more than I expected. Uh I thought it was going to be a quiet day. I was only hoping for maybe a Norwich win or something. But uh, it, it quickly shaped up that that was not even the interesting contest. It was either going to be the the, the top of the table or the re- relegation scrap between Leeds and Burnley. So, obviously, it was fun to watch Man City do it again. They've done this, I think it was under Mancini, that they won on the last day. The last came back two late goals from Aguero and somebody else. Ten years so, ago. I mean, good good for them. Um, they are the deserved champions, no doubt. Liverpool tried. Liverpool is, I mean, Liverpool has been a, a monster of a club the last three, five years. But still, they only have one league title. So it shows you how competitive it is these days. But, I mean, kudos to them, kudos to Man City. For Pep, he needed to win this. Because that would have just been too bad if they lost this too. So... Well played, well played. I'm, ha- I'm happy Leeds are staying. They play positive football. Only a stride. Ten years or so. We thank you. See you in another ten years. Uh, <laughs> so good. I'm very happy for Leeds. Like yeah, the, it was unfortunate that they got into where they were, but they showed some fighting spirit to come back, playing decent football and were able to stay up. So good to them. Unfortunately for us now, we'll get there. We'll get there. Hold- Today was we get there. We get there. for review. Oh, did we get there? Yeah, it wasn't decisive today. The decisive days are the last two game days, and they didn't perform. So, like I said earlier, growing pains. I'm not too downbeat. I was downbeat for one day. I moved okay, on. Hold on, the Arsenal review. I'm gonna get to Arsenal. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But overall, yeah, good, good, good last day. No doubt about it. Congrats to Man City. Daniel. Any any thoughts about you know last day? No, no, no thoughts. No thoughts. Both my, both my rivals went down to the wire. No thoughts. Whoever won, like I would have been happy. The other person lost, so for me, I'm indifferent. Oh really? I would, have, I would have hoped both of them lost today, honestly. And City still somehow won. But, I don't know. Um, it, I is, it is what it is. I was team City. I was cheering Gundogan's goal in my living room, running up and down. That, that I was like, oh, that's suspect. I'm like, yeah, please, I don't care. I mean, you, I'm, I'm you, not you. I don't care. 
You have a special relationship with Pep, so that's how no, it's not that 20, 20 title. It is that, it is that. It I is exactly that. <laughs> it is that. Get 20 league titles. No, nah, I, I think it's the Pep factor, man. Yeah, he, he has a special relationship with Pep. Oh, we just scored. I was yeah. like, me? Yes. <laughs> 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 like, what? I don't care. Okay, that's weird. I mean, like... I don't think I would ever sell if if Arsenal and Spurs were gunning for the title, which would never never happen. I don't think I would support anyone. Right, even in the, even in the Champions League, a play will crash in the stadium, nobody dies, and they cancel the league, and they all walk away sad. That's what I would. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, yeah, I believe in realistic. That, that I get it. He's a he's a certified hater. No, I mean, look, I, look at I, the shirt. I believe in realistic situations. You know, I, so for me. Uh, the less I was nasty, right? We can always blame the money, the washing, everything. <laughs> Liverpool wins 20 league titles, they're gonna win the quadruple. What I'm I'm, I'm disappearing for the summer. Nah, I, we don't want that. Come on now, I'm serious. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody wants that. Uh, Dada, thoughts final day? Any final day thoughts? Uh, no, honestly, I was really watching the Chelsea game. Uh, when 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 um. Aston Villa were up 2-0 for a second. I was like, okay, it looks like Liverpool might nick this. But at that point in time, as Ola said, Liverpool was 1-1. So, you know, like, what would have been nice was if they did like a little back and forth where Liverpool would go up, City would go up. and yeah. But they didn't do that. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so, it, it's weird. Like when you're – so one of the problems with Liverpool and City is they're just one of those teams that before they blow the whistle, they know – the outcome of every game. So it's kind of like they know, okay, we're going to go win this game. So even though even though they're down 5-0, 98 minute, they already know they're going to win. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's like at work, right? Like, you know you're going to get paid every two weeks. Like, no matter what happens, even if you nap, even, no matter what happens, you know you're going to get paid every two weeks. That's how Liverpool and City are. So when I was looking at that game, I was like, yeah, Liverpool's probably going to win. City's going to win at some point. There's no drama here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it made, an ex- it made it for an exciting final day for sure. Uh, and from the relegation side, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy uh, to uh, come at this point. I'm glad Le- uh, Leeds stayed up because I felt like they had some injury problems. Uh, Burnley, on the other end, you know, regression to the mean. You were supposed to be le- relegated, what, like three seasons ago? So, yeah. So pretty much it was a surprising, unsurprising end to the season. Pretty much, yeah. Nice way to put it. Fair enough. I guess for me, the drama there was when it went 2-0 off because I was so sure. Like me and offline, I talked to some people like, "Yes, City will win, no matter what happens, they will win." When it went to 2-0, I was like, "Ooh, okay. Why are they getting nervous? Like, what's going on there?" But immediately scored that one that early. Like I think the first goal was from Gundogan. That was what. 70 minutes, 71 minutes? Whatever 76 that. minutes, I think. Yeah. Minutes. I was like, okay, there's, there's too much time. And it's Villa, right? Villa are not really a good defensive team. They've never been a good defensive team, right? They've never been a good defensive team. So I know that. They were, I just knew they were going to cave, you know, and just the momentum of City just piling on pressure, piling on pressure. I knew at they were home going to as cave. well. Is that what? At home as well. Correct, at home as, as well too. So I knew like they're, they're going, they were just going to cave. But good substitution though, by Pep, I mean, for bringing Gudogan and just trusting him. Attacking the box, the guy has been clutch for them, and apparently he's leaving. Yeah. Leaving at the end of the season, so I think. Oh wow! Yeah, he's leaving. That's so it's not confirmed yet. Not now. That's uh, why he left his contract. He, he might sign a new contract. 
Well, okay, that's fair. But I mean, all City fans, like, that's what they've been saying. I think Yannicka said it, all of them have said that he's leaving. So we'll see. Um, at the bottom of the table, for sure, like, yeah, Burnley, when they fired Sean Dyke, I think they made a big mistake, you know, obviously. And even though I was a big fan of Sean Dyke and his type of football, like that, I said, you know, regression to the main, but the guy had done miracles. And there was a likelihood he probably kept them up. But it looked like, you know, they got results, right? Millie Fashion, Dyke, that new guy that came, they won like two or three out of five, six games. Maybe Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson, yeah. They looked like, and then Ben Me all of a sudden became player captain or whatever it was, player manager. <laughs> and it, it looked for a little bit, but hey, I'm glad they got relegated because yeah, I'm tired of this, their football. That's, we don't, I'm yeah. tired of their, their style of football. So I'm glad. Can I jump in on the relegation? Because I didn't get to talk about relegation bits. But uh, the relegation bits, let's let's see how this court case that this Burnley and Leeds are bringing up against Everton, let's see how it goes. Because Mm -hmm. they have a valid case. Now, I don't know if Premier League will be strong enough to actually dock Everton points. But Everton have definitely broken the rules. And they've they've been doing it for a couple of years. But, you know, um, I know Sheffield United went to court one time when they got relegated. I think that West Ham had to pay Sheffield United like twenty something million because um, uh, West Ham broke West Ham broke rules and Sheffield United had to break them and pay them compensation. So maybe that's our way to go. Maybe Bon, uh, maybe Everton will just pay off Bonnie and Leeds. But I think Bonnie and Leeds have a leg step step um, stand on. Uh, well, Leeds don't care anymore anyway. Leeds Leeds have stayed up, but Burnley will drag it to court. They will drag that case to court. Uh, I'm not sad to see them go. I'm not sad, and I hope if they k- take it to court, I hope they don't win. <laughs> I hope they still go down because, like you guys have said, they've had a good run of it. We've had enough of oof, oof ball and all that tough place to go tough more. Please yeah. let them go and sit down in the championship for a bit. We, we won't this, miss this them. This era, Stoke City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. a quick point on what uh, Ola just said. Um, West Ham, I think. That one, the issue then was one player, one or two players. They bought Mascarado, a lot of yeah. from, from dodgy deals. So it was difficult for you to relegate them on one or two players. But if you are breaking the whole fair play store, the issue is, I believe the fair play were relaxed because of COVID and all that. So it's yeah. gonna but it's still over. Yeah, That's I don't. True. I mean, I don't trust fair play anymore. I don't. It's gonna be too difficult. I just see. It's, I don't. How come it's just coming out now? No, the, the oh. thing is, Ovi, they relaxed it, but Everton still went over and beyond. They I know, but why did it come out the last week? Why didn't it come uh, out? Because, of course, because now ago. they know they have a lot to lose. Burnley and Leeds know they have a lot to lose. They didn't say anything before, but oh, now no, that it's all Everton, they're going to stay up. It's just between Burnley and Everton now. Leeds, Leeds, are, Leeds, no, Leeds Yeah, that's what that I mean. Leeds don't care. Leeds yeah, don't Leeds care Leeds. anymore. <laughs> it's only Burnley now. So I don't want Burnley to win that case, but I think they'll drag it. I don't. I, I hope they don't win it because I want them to go down. Yeah, okay. Okay, good luck to them. Okay, I mean, okay. they're already down. I hope they stay down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's transition to you know the favorite topic of today, in my opinion. Uh, Arsenal top four final review. <laughs> it's in our hands, FC. Uh, let that go first. Who is the Chelsea fan? I mean, he has vested interest in this, obviously. So, Sorry. Never... Uh, I'm in a rush, but uh. I don't know. This is a very happy day for me. Uh, I just can't. I don't know how much. I don't know how to uh, just put in words how much this means to me. Um, so where do we start, right? 
So Arsenal started the season really bad. They thought they were going to be relegated, but then they went through a, a good string of results. They find themselves in a really good position. And when did they lose? I'll tell you where. I'll tell you what, where they lost. They lost to Brighton, Crystal Palace, and there was and there was one more team they lost to. I'm sorry. No, what's the top game? There was a smaller team they lost to. Southampton. Southampton. Southampton, thank you. So they lost those three games and they're like, oh, you know, top four is over. So they went through this like roller coaster. And on the other end, Spurs drew with Brighton and then lost another game. But anyways, so I knew they were going to lose top four when they lost to Spurs, right? Like the moment they lost 3-0 to Spurs, that was it. You can ask I mean he I mean it was he had a lot more confidence than I did, but we're very sure that they we're gonna lose to Newcastle. Like we're just so sure of that. And we're also very sure that you know as far as we're gonna beat Burnley and um oh, Norwich at the end of the season, right? So all in all though, the only reason the only reason why it's funny was because Arsenal was very close and they lost in the last minute and also lost to Spurs. But if you look at if you if you kind of zoom out and, and be honest with ourselves, when you look at the, the team, where they are in their process that they're trusting, <laughs> they 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 finished where you'd expect that team to finish, to really be. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's one thing to, to throw. If Arsenal had finished fourth, I'd say you know they were pushing a little bit of their weights. Uh, you know, once you consider, you know, Ateta is a kind of new young manager, the team is sort of young, even though maybe on paper they might have the same kind of team as Spurs, but Spurs just have a way better manager, they had a better transfer window. So, all in all, I feel like this is a season where you, you can't really, no team really finished where they should. I mean, you have some teams on the bottom, like maybe uh, Brighton that kind of did better than you'd expect that, but if you look at the top six, most teams really finished where you think they would finish on paper, for the exception of United, right? And United is old. There's a lot of structural things going on with United. So their off-the-field issue was greater than their on-the-field issue, and that's where they finished, right? You look at City and Liverpool, they're in a league of their own. Chelsea is marginally better than Arsenal and Spurs. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, like, it was it was a good season uh, to just to watch the, the look on Arsenal's face. You know, at the last minute to drop out of top four, that was very, very satisfying. Uh, you know, I put a lot of money into making this shirt. Uh, I had a nice video online that you guys can watch. You know, I've been celebrating with me and my family all day. I mean, this has been great. I mean, look at them drinking tea, but now they're drinking their own tears. I mean, look at them. <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I got the shirt made like a week ago. Not even, so. <laughs> Just to add to what Dada said, I think I think um, if Everton needed the game today, they would have won. Like that's how sure I was that Arsenal were going to were going to win. If Everton had needed to win today, they would have beaten Arsenal. That's how confident I am. It's just it is what it is. Like you know, um, Arteta, where where Arsenal, like all I said, like um, Dada said, where Arsenal are is ready where they should. be. Um, after finishing with eighth and eighth, yep, yeah. So to finish sixth, like you guys better take that, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, like trolling aside, um, yeah, everybody, everybody's where where they should be, except United. But, but Arsenal did have some bad injuries, though. To be fair to them, they lost some very key yeah. players. 
So True. that was yeah, a gamble. That was the gamble they took. You guys are too easy. That on, was a gamble. On Obi, man. You are too easy. Let's take let's take this oh, no. before we let Obi okay. talk. I'm just joking. Let's take this. Uh this season has been crazy, absolutely mental. EPL is watching two great teams at their peak. Wow, who wrote this? And the league is getting better. Oh. Trying to catch up with these two. Oh, we Liverpool fans. This is probably Dr. Saikat. And the manager. Imagine winning two trophies, going for a possible third, and I'm sad because the first deserving team won the EPL. City and Liverpool have pushed each other to crazy standards. Tears of relief from Pep is a testament to Liverpool's quality. Right. I don't see the rest of the comment. All right. Uh, who wanted, Allah, you were saying something? If I caught you on? Hell no, I was just saying... Um... Well, it was a gamble because um, the Arsenal, we we're talking about injuries to the Arsenal squad. Um, I, I remember when we had a podcast around that time where I was saying, this is a gamble. I understand why he did it. I understand why Ateta did it because he knows, okay, they're not in the FA Cup. They're not in the Carabao Cup. Let me trim the squad. Let me get out some of the unscrupulous elements, the people who don't turn up for training on time. So I understand why he did it. But then the gamble you take is when your squad is that small and start picking up injuries, then problems start arising. Look at Liverpool ourselves. We are picking up injuries left, right, and centre now. Thiago is injured now. Fabinho's still injured. There's, there's no way. But we, we can cope with it because we have a big squad full of good players. But Arsenal had a small squad. So when the injuries started eating, yeah, of course, it was going to collapse. They were going to collapse. Uh, I, 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 before we started, we were talking about giving Conte credits. And I, I think Ovi was disagreeing. But why, why I want to give Conte credit was Spurs were not even in the conversation for top four before this guy took over. Spurs were in shambles. They, they were far from fourth place. They were ninth. So, they were ninth, exactly. Yeah. They were ninth. So that's why I'm giving him credit. It took them from ninth to fourth. Okay, now you can say maybe Arsenal messed it up by losing some games they shouldn't have lost. But Spurs who lost some games they shouldn't have lost. They were losing at home to Brighton even up to four or five weeks ago. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think we just have to give Conte credit. He, he got them over the line. Even though Arsenal had it in their hands, but at no point did you feel that when the pressure came on, Arsenal would keep hold of it. It just felt like, man, this team is just too inexperienced and naive at the end of the day. You don't blame them. They're young boys. They're young players, many of them. So I, I'm not even going to blame them. They did well. They did well. They did well to finish fifth. And but I don't know how next season, I don't, I, Ovi, you have to tell us how will next season look? But you guys need a big squad. You're going to play Europa. This season, you could get away with it. But this next season, you can't get away with this small squad. Uh, you're going to be playing Thursday, Sundays. Mm, it's not going to be fun, man. And now, and now the expectation is there, right? Like, once you, once you finish fifth, there is an expectation. Yes. So, and I don't think United is going to suck as much as they did this season. So, I mean, yeah. You, you kind of make the argument that United and Arsenal were kind of like the two peas on the pod. So, Okay, let's, okay. Let's, let's hear from you. Go. Okay, so uh, first point I wanted to point out: Conte uh, is top manager, but when he took over Sport, they were just two points behind Arsenal. So it's not like in nine. Yeah, Arsenal. Ast don't forget, Arsenal stayed up at last place, and they're climbing up. So I'm just saying, overall, if you look at it, they finished two points ahead of Arsenal, so you gained a four-point spread, even with everything going on with Arsenal. That's just one. But like I said, everybody knows Conte is a top coach. He's won Serie A, has won Premier League. No doubt about it. I'm just trying to say that. So it was not like as if he did, not as if they were 10 points behind Arsenal and they came back or something. When he came, they were two points behind Arsenal when he came. But that's, that's an aside. Um, for Arsenal, I think the first, I mean, I think Dada mentioned it that 
the two of are in two different places. Ateta is in a unique position that a lot of minders are not in. That he knows his people are not going to, not going to get fired. So he has that already. And they have a plan that they put in, they provided it to the world, this is what we're trying to do. It's going to take a few years, but this is what we are trying to do. It's different with Conte. Conte came in and said, oh, generally, I want this, this, this player. I want five players. They only gave him two. He was whining all over the whole place. <laughs> I don't know. It was that. So there are two different clubs in two different places. But what I would say for Arsenal is that, like I, and I said this before, last time I was here, that, Arsenal, Bukayo Saka at 20 and Bukayo Saka at 22, there's going to be difference. So the squad is so young that just going from year to year, they will do better. They finished fifth this season. I felt like before the season, they were the sixth best team. But now, anything below fourth next season is a failure. Simple. That's, that's just the truth because you cannot finish fifth again next season. You have to move forward. The, the issue with Adela, like I said, he's growing pains. Is that how I always say growing pains. From the beginning of this, I've been saying growing pains. The squad is young. The manager is young. He's learning on the job. He's making mistakes that rookies are going to make. And we have to bear with him because we are seeing the potential at the end. Arsenal seem to lose matches in clusters. Do they, do they give him contracts early? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I mean... The fact that they gave him contract after three losses shows you how, like I said, he has already discussed his plan and what they're trying to do together with the, with the board, and they, they already are agreeing with it. So they, at this point, beginning of the season, they won their top six. So when it was in top once once we guaranteed top six, he signed the contract. Okay. That was what they were looking for. They were they were not planning for a top four. So that I'm, I'm asking you, forget what, yes. what, what things. Do you think you should have gotten that contract? No, I was, I was, I was always going to give him the contract. The only way I would not give that contract is if he didn't make top six. Okay. So because it's simple. you cannot give the manager going to one year left on his contract and expect to buy players that you really want. Okay. Because the players are buying to the manager, right? So if you want to go in and buy Gabriel Jesus and I think that one left on his contract, how is he going to come? Why is he going to come? When the next manager might come after him and buy somebody else. Okay. So we have no choice. Either you give him or you sack him. There's other the only two options. There's only way to go in one year left and go into a new season. What's the, what's the use of that? So that's the way I saw that. And me, my own, my own criteria for keeping him was finish in top six and you get your contract. Finish in top four, get your contract and a bonus. But I exceeded the expectations. Simple as that. That's why I saw it. But the issue with Arsenal is not really... It's, it's because you came so close, you were leading, and you now lose. That's why it's become painful. The idea is, he was in a position where the director told him, you're good, you're safe. We, we, we trust your process, we trust your plan, whatever it is you're doing. That's why they made the decision in January. They were like, let's stream this squad. We feel like even with this stream squad, at least we'll make Europa League. Other clubs won't do that. They would have pushed for Champions League because they were, they were in a good position at that point. But they said, you know what? We want to find national lots of good results change our plan. We want to get for these players. It's been difficult to get results for these players. We have a chance to get results for them now. Let's do it. And they did it. They wanted to buy one or two players that were available. They couldn't get them. They moved on. 
let's continue. If someone will have the choice of the best players in to get them. Hopefully, with Champions League, if not, with Europa League, I will move on. That's the way I, that's the vibe I got from the club. So, it's painful because you were leading and you could have done it. But at the end of the day, the club internally, they were okay with this, what their, this is what their plan was. This is probably what they told them. We'll come top six this season, we'll buy more players, the players will get older, we'll come top four the next season. I will continue from there. So, he might not be the one to take us to the promised land. But for this part of the process, he's the right man. How many miners will come to Arsenal and deal with the kind of young squad he's dealing with? Very few. Conte, 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 Conte will be whining every day. But he wants player, he wants that player. So they trusted what that he's trying to do something. It's gonna, like I said, growing pains, it's gonna be painful sometimes. But you have to grow, you have to plan it. This is the plan they have sold them, they, they are okay with it, and they are going. So, I mean, like I said, for me, I'll start, like I said, start for one day because it was false and it was like so close but so far. By the end of the day, they they just made expectations and, and for them. They're still on course for what they're supposed to do. There's no, there's no major crisis. They, they are on plan for what they plan to do. So they know for them, they are okay. They trim this squad because there are no Europe moves. They will, they big wages. Obamians, like I said, all do they remove Colasinat. Big wages are off the wage book. Means they can go into the market and buy big players. Oh, oh, they come when you talk. If AC Milan offers a player 80k per week and Arsenal offers the same player 120k per week, trust me, it's coming to us. It's the fact. We last time I was here, I said the one thing I got from the last weekend of before that podcast was that Mbappe was going to Madrid. Lo and behold, Mbappe is a PSG for next season. Money talks. Europa League just means that Arsenal will have to pay more in wages for some players. That's just the simple. That's just the truth about it. But they can still get the players they want. Not all of them, but they can still get most of them. My other way is a bit more, but they can still get those. Man, you, man, you can buy players without Champions League. Just have to offer a little bit more. That's it. So, yeah. for me, I'm not really like I said, but Arsenal, I feel like they tried, they had a good season. The club lent, I'm hoping, I think that lent too. I hate that just when they, when they always try to move Zaka to left back and just trust your team. Let the players play because those matches tend to affect more than one game. Those 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 decisions. So the same that happened against uh, Crystal Palace, Brighton, and Southampton. He moves Zaga to left back and just affected the whole game. The next game they lost. We we lost the first three of the season. We lost to Everton and Man U back to back. We lost to Spurs and Newcastle back to back. So overall, the only time we lost, apart from those games, we were pretty much maybe. Um, Man City home and away and Liverpool home and away. All the other games were in clusters of threes or twos. So most yeah. times, whenever we lost, we're going to lose the next game. It's a young team. Most of when you lose is because for us now, it's because party is injured and he doesn't know how to rejig his team to make it work for the next match. Or Tierney gets injured. He doesn't know how to rejig his team because he doesn't want to play Tavares. He will not want to bring a midfielder to come and play left back. Disrupt the whole team. Oh, Tomiyasu gets injured. Uh, he's not sure who to put. He brings somebody. So, so, so I'm, I'm hoping he has learned about his team a little bit more. I'm hoping he's going to buy players that he can trust. Because, like I said, apart from those, apart from Manchester and Liverpool, 
all the other games were in clusters. Ovi, I'm yes. going to jump in with it's good talking about the manager, about the team, but won't, don't you think the, the fans themselves have a role to play? See, see, how we're, see how Arsenal fans generally behave. That's no, called into question, too. Yeah, but that's has called into questions. Let the me let fans me Yeah, the fans this season were phenomenal. The match going uh, fans. I the match know. going fans. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. What do you mean about the fans? Your fans, your fans. No, 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 no. Ola, Ola, the match-going fans were phenomenal this season for Arsenal. Win, lose, home, away, they were phenomenal. Against Paul... Ola, what do you mean about the fans? Like, what do you mean? You people that you know banter on social media, that's different. The fans are going to... That's just social media. I watch Arsenal fan TV now. I still watch Arsenal fan TV. It's very entertaining. I still see them. I still see the way they slam some of these your young players. And I see the way you guys, the, the way some Arsenal fans don't handle a bit of a bit of a good run. Let's just put it that way. When you're in a bit of good run, you think everything is fine. Everything is hunky-dory. Then it's all about, it's not just on social media, even on your, in the fan videos from the Arsenal fan TV. It's too yeah, much yeah, on, that, on those players. Those players are young. They're young. Yeah, when you're in yeah, a good yeah. run, you're supposed to not put too much expectation on their shoulders. And that's why Arsenal fans get 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 end up getting trolled so much because you guys is like a boom and bust cycle for many of you fans. It's like a boom and <laughs> oh, we're, we're on a five game winning run. Hey, we're going to catch Chelsea. We're going to catch Chelsea. That's the next thing you guys are thinking of. It puts yes. too much expectation on those players. No, no, it's no, too no. much. Sure, like that's what fans are supposed to do. Be excited oh, when you win. No, no, look at what I'm trying to say now. Arsenal fan TV is not rebellion of Arsenal fans. It's just. A social media channel looking for clicks and likes and views and so that's what but it those is. Those are right? fans that go to the stadium. They are fans that go to the stadium to yeah, watch. Yeah, but match. I'm saying the home matches this season for Arsenal, they were rocking, win, lose or draw. The away matches against Newcastle, against Tottenham, they were rocking. So it's it's not like about the fans. The fans, social media fans. Like, I mean, social media, social media because it is more. I mean, you you get more hits for being controversial. That's pretty much it. So that's that's what's selling. But even AFTV has toned down. It's not like the days of troops and uh, all those guys and then DT. Now it's very level-headed. Some people come in and whine after you lose a game or something. But overall, it's gone down. Like the one thing you can say about Teta is that he has brought, he has put together a squad that the fans love. Bottom line, they are young, yes, but the fans are behind the squad. If you watch today's game. The same thing. We lost by fifth, but everybody's like everybody's behind the score. We know yes, we could have done more, but before we hated the squad, we were like, "Why is Chris not earning all this money? He's not playing anything. Why is this guy doing this? Why is Ozzy not playing and collecting three fifty k a week every week? It's not. It's not the same anymore. They've weeded out all those players to try to create space for the players and the characters that they want. Like it's 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 not going to be an easy process. You've you've sold the dream. This is what we want to do. It's going to take some time. The board has agreed with the time. So let us that. So that way there's no hurry for him. Like, this is the, if you make it up for, well, that's a bonus. And for them, that's the way they saw it. As a fan, I wanted to make it up for. But that's what they planned. I'm not making decisions. I'm not deciding who to. In January, Arsenal let go of almost the whole team. Aubameyang, Kolasinac, um, Nathan Niles, Callum Chambers, Pablo Mari, 
uh, I mean, pretty much, who does that without bringing any player? They are clearing the wages for the players they want. Striker, they said, let's get Vlaovic. If you can't get Vlaovic, we'll wait till summer. Simple. It's painful to work, but they have a plan of what they're trying to do. I think that is lucky because the ownership are with him. Other clubs are not like that. If you don't win, they'll fire you. But I think that's what is, they already know that this is the guy we're going with. We want to give him this time to do this project. Like I always say, he might not be the guy to go to the promised land. But he has an important role to play because he's very culture-oriented. He has changed the culture of that club. No more freeloader. If you're a player, you can't listen to instructions, they will phase you out. It's just as simple as... So, at the end of the day, we just have to wait. When the time comes, if you come to the point where you're coming third and you can't move on to the next step, then there might be time to say, you know what, we need to get a different manager. But for where we are at right now, he's the perfect man for the job because he's going to come, he came, he moved out the player that, that he doesn't want and he's trying to, going to bring in the players he wants. So okay. if those players come in and in two years, not in anything, then can have a case to say, you know what, it's time to fire this guy. But for now, I mean, I don't see, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's changing the culture of the club because he's trying to do yeah. a quick change. Not, he can't do a quick change. He's trying to change it and sustain it like Liverpool. That's what they're trying to do. They can't cope with Man City and Chelsea with money before. So the only way to do it is the Liverpool way. Buy smart, trade smart, and, and, and build it up. Let me take comments. Let me take comments. Good, good point. Ateta is way out of his league here. This league doesn't allow you to learn on the job. In the top club, you get more than... Uh, Stevie did a great thing going to Villa first. Um, the only comment, so that we can move to like combined 11 for the season. The only comment I have about this is, I'm always very wary of just the experience of social in Manchester United, right? I'm always very wary of progress that like this, where is it feels like there was a lot of caveats, right? As not as Atita has done well, right? He has done well this season specifically. The last season, I don't think he did well. This season, he has done well. But like Ola pointed out, you guys were not in Europe, right? So there's a lot of caveats with this. Arsenal team that I'm like, when United gets better, like I think we will next season, and Spurs gets better, which I think it is, if Conte stays, they'll get better. They'll buy better players. And Newcastle will bring in billions. Yeah. When I look at that Arsenal team, I'm not yet convinced. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm not yet convinced that Tomiyasu, for example, will have a season like this again. Or party assured us that he cannot stay fit. So I, I think that's a problem already for you guys straight away. Um, I'm also not convinced that, say, Next season, people will not figure out Odegaard. He had a good season this season. I'm not convinced Saka is going to have a season like this again. My, my point is, I, I think it's too early to know if this is true progress until you guys actually break into top four. That was one conversation I had with Arsenal fans like over last week. I'm still not sure. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure. When I look at Arteta, I look at Arsenal, just the people losing clusters. The fact that early in the season, I still didn't understand what he was trying to do from a stylistic standpoint. <laughs> It got better later, but from early parts, like, mm, this is too, like, it's too um, robotic. It's too moral. It's too, the way you guys are trying to create was just very predictable. Early on, it got better later, but I'm not sure. I'm not saying it's a bad manager. I'm just saying, I think Arsenal fans should be very cautious. To, because this season, a lot of players, in my opinion, punched above their weight. I think Saka punched way above his weight this season. He could have a deep next season. I'm being honest, I think so. When I watch him, I think he punched way above his weight. Then the key part of your team 
in my opinion, is not fixed, which is midfield. Every, everybody's midfield is always the key. Like Pate, the fact that he's so injury prone is a big, big problem because you can't rely on that. Because then when he goes out, and every time he goes out, like you said, or Allah mentioned, and you have to bring all them Lukonga and those other guys, that's when you guys start, you know, there's no there's no consistency. And until you get that midfield where it's okay, this is the midfield that you can rely on 30, 32 games a season and play this way, I don't think you should be this confident that you are, that you are going to progress next season into top four. I don't think you should be. A lot of Arsenal fans are thinking that way. I think people are getting too excited. And people should wait. People, just, just look at United, for, for example. Like, look at United, right? You came third, second, everybody like, hey, social. We went, we went back, like way back, right? And when I look at your team, I look at your midfield. I'm not confident about midfield. A lot of United yeah, Arsenal fans probably are, I'm not. When I look at that midfield, I'm like, hmm, Pate is the person I'm confident about, but he's too injury prone. A player that plays half of the season every time. It's like, so yeah. Okay, so let me just let me just address a few points real quick. So you're not confident about the midfield. I'm not. Arsenal fans are not either. The idea is you have to buy the players they're talking about, right? So that's why it's creating the space for them. But they might not fit. That's the point I'm saying. Because people that's are fine. That's fine. Are going to progress next season. You might yeah, but, You might not. But I'm, I'm resting my trust on them on what they did last summer. Okay. This, I don't know. Summer was last the season before this season. Arsenal had like 30 players, and a lot of like 15 players were just on the bench knowing that they would never play. You had Ozil, you had Saliba before he let him go mid-season. There were a lot of players that were just Kulasinaj, Socrates, Mustafi. They were just there, chilling. Yeah. So that's why he trimmed the squad first. In January, once you go out of Europe, he over-trimmed a bit more than I felt that he needed to. But at that point, maybe he got carried away, like thinking that, you know, if I play one game a week, Pats is going to be fit all the time. Or Tomiyasu is going to be fit all the time. Pats tried tried until, I think, going to, was, going to, was it March? He was playing until March. So it's not like as if he just dropped out every injured every time. He was playing, and because he was playing one game a week, he was able to cope. March when he dropped off, it was two months, so he, he, he couldn't really come back. The way to, like you said, I think that he's building from the back front, back upwards. So he's, he's not bought one attacker since he came to Arsenal. He's not bought one. He's bought too many, pretty much, if you look at the, the, the defenders, he bought Cedric. He bought Tomiyasu. He bought Gabriel. He got he bought Ben White. He bought uh, Tenny came before him. He got Tavares. He bought Ramsdale. He's buying the American goalkeeper Maton as backup. So people of the back ten, four, four. I mean, eight defenders and two goalkeepers. He's pretty much bought like eight of those players. Are you confident that defense can get you top for next season? But the defense was very good. He has like the third clinch, third clinch like third or fourth in the league. I'm just saying, he's building from the back forward. He's not bought one attacker. He's been here two and a half years. Because the attacker that was there, you can't buy an attacker when you have a Bromenian collecting 300k. Where is he going? How are you going to pay him? We're well, not Man City or PSG. We cannot also, either a Bromenian is playing or you have to create a space by letting him go so you can pay the player you want to bring in. That's what he's trying to do. Like I said, they looked at it. The, the, the good thing for him was that he's not under the pressure of say, oh, we'll fire you. The club has given him the space to walk. I get all that. He, all I'm saying is, I think Arsenal fans should be very cautious about this progress. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but Arsenal fans are, yeah. Arsenal fans are people. Now people are going to say about different things. I'll say, okay, so some, some, okay. Let me hmm? address you now, Ovi. I think you should be very cautious about the progress of Arsenal because personally, when I look at that back defense, all those players you mentioned, I am not confident. Apart from maybe one, maybe Tomiyasu. 
all those players you mentioned, I'm not confident they're going to have a season like they had this season. Because this season, to everybody, they were great, but this is where you guys ended up, right? So I'm just saying, I think you should ask the cautious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's every season. Beginning of this season, they said, oh, Chelsea came third last season and they're buying Lukaku. Forget, no other team can make that top four. Oh, Man U came, whatever, and they bought Sancho Varane. It's every season. The Premier League is tough. Yeah, but that's why the reason why Man U dropped off is because there was no concrete plan. They were just buying players and buying players. So whenever things crumbled, everything crumbled. I think that's where he's, he's trying to build something. So if once you get to the top, like the way Liverpool got to the top, you can sustain it because he was built over a few years. He's not just buying three players and so buying the best players. No, that's how it works. So that's not why, but let's, I don't want to build, that's why that's to build up. That's the issue is, yeah, you know, like I said, there is space. Aubameyang and Lacazette together is 500k per week off the weight bill. We did the there same thing. Right? This thing you are saying is the same thing we did. You know that, right? This is the same thing we did. Like clearing players out and we did the same thing. No, but you're not players. You're talking about McTominay and Fred and they're still there. Matic. Matic oh, no, 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 no. We had, we had that two summers ago. We cleared yeah. like 12 players and everyone was like, oh, and that's so great, great, great rebuild. It depends so, on who's doing the rebuild. If the rebuild is done well, then it will be good. If it's not done, it depends on who Arsenal can bring in. The movement is bad, for sure. If you bring in two players that can, that can make Miffy work better, then of course everything will be fine. If you bring in two players that, that don't settle in well, of course they're going to go backwards. But I'm saying it depends on who you bring in. My faith is based on what they did this summer, last summer. Because they brought in good players, not by name, but to fit the, or what they're trying to do. So if they do the same thing again, added to what they did last summer, they were moving forward. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even disputing that you guys are moving forward. I think you guys will even progress next season. But like one factor that I just brought up is when people say, oh, we're going to progress, it's not independent of other teams not progressing. Exactly. So can exactly. Say, oh, we can progress, but that doesn't mean Spurs will not get better next season. Spurs are in Champions League. That doesn't mean Chelsea won't get better either. That, and that doesn't fine. mean that at, at this moment, even teams like, don't, don't sleep on Newcastle. They're yeah, yeah. endless resources. Another thing, my main point was it, it's not even the quality. You've made a very good point. You've cleared up space for wages. So that means you can bring in quality players. My worry with us now is the quantity now. Quantity. Because your squad is small and you're going to play Europe Thursday and Sundays. I know you're not going to be playing your first team players all the time. Exactly. There are some games, but there are some games the first team players will need to play. Maybe by the time you get to the maybe second round or quarterfinals, I think I will start taking the competition seriously. Because you yeah. think that, okay, this is the competition yeah. we can win. So that's my worry for us now, now because your squad is so small at this moment, and you're even losing, like I said, it's going. You're losing maybe a couple more players. The quantity is going to be a problem. You know that it's done. Like, I'm so glad it's leaving. Like, if you guys, I can run faster, like I said, right now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. I am not trolling. I can run faster than him right now. Oh <laughs> just a fact. Like, I'm not, like I said, if you can, I don't even know me. I'll never stay out there with my finished spot. I'm not telling you that. If anything below fourth for Arsenal next season is a failure. I'm not saying they will get it. Fair enough. This season, fifth is not a failure. Not. Next season, fifth will be a failure. That's why I see it. It's not. Let's go to let's go to combine level. I think we spent so much time on this. Sorry, sorry, guys. No, 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 it's good. I like it. I like the conversation. So this time we're going to combine levels so that we don't spend the whole I, I know all of you have your combined levels, but that's why I want to do this method where we're going to do like so each person. Say, for example, I start with Ovi. Ovi will pick the keeper, right? If Ola's 
if mine, Ola, Daniel, or Dada, if Dada is still part of joining us, if four of us have a different um, keeper, or let's say Ola and Daniel has the same keeper, then we knock Obi's, Obi's own out. That's person that becomes the combiner. If all of us have different keepers, mm -hmm. we'll stick with Ovi's Ovi's own. Or ask you know people in the comment. But we I don't think we are, we're not getting too much participation today. But we, but we stick with Ovi's own if we all have different keepers. So that's kind of how, how I want to do this one. If that makes sense to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do, 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 do. Who said this? You don't have the players for it. Okay. I guess that's this the argument of last time. That's Asha, who is a Chelsea fan. If I remember. Chelsea. Okay, so yeah, I'll, start, yes, I'll start with I'll start. Uh so we are playing 43 for this combined eleven. Four three three. Okay. So for the keeper, for what I have for mine, I have Allison. Okay. I have uh, Okay, who, sorry? Do have? who do you have? Ola? I have Jose Star. Jose Star from Wolves. Okay. Obi, who's your who's your keeper? I have Allison. Okay. Daniel. Allison. I don't think we talk about like Allison Edison, but I think Allison is clear. Like, very oh, yeah, one, one v one situations, Edison coming out too early or that going down too early, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, then so, stop like, like, it's so clutch, yeah, it's, it's so, so big and so confident and so honky. Yeah, Allison, <laughs> <laughs> like a big bear. That's what they call him. They call him okay. the man that looks like a bear in the goal, yeah, just so big and just, yeah. just seems right, it seems right. Okay, okay. <laughs> 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 Please. Sorry, sorry. Just a quick a quick note on the hair. A quick I'm I'm so glad I've got Grand brother. So a quick note on the hair. So yesterday <laughs> an interview comes out and um he's talking about how you know United it's been a bad season for United, but for him personally it's been a good season. This was yesterday when our goal difference was one. Guys, we finished this entire season nine months, thirty-eight games played with the goal difference of zero. Are you serious? And you have a goalkeeper talking about how he had a good season. Like the lack of awareness is just—it's astounding. Astounding. It is. I think it is. Okay, so we're going. We're going with Allison since we already have three people. Okay, Ovi, who's? I'll let you pick the right back. Who's your right back? Right back. Um. I I went to Trent. So between Trent and James, I went to Trent. Okay, I have Trent. Yeah, I have Trent. Yeah, Trent for me as well. Okay, easy. Allison, Trent. Uh, first center back pick. I go to Ola. Uh, Ruben Diaz. Hmm. Okay, Ruben Diaz. Do we call the two? Well, maybe you should call yeah, the two. Call the two. Diaz and Van Dyke. Diaz and Van Dyke. Obi, what do you have? I have um, Rudiger and Van Dijk. Daniel? I have Rudiger and Diaz. Oh, okay. I have Van Dijk. I have Van Dijk and Diaz. Yeah, okay. I guess so I that's, guess that's it. it. I guess Van Dijk, Diaz, Diaz then. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a I felt Rudiger brought so much this season. Yeah, he did. He did back three tax, you know, like they say. That's that's my own for true, 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 back true. three tax. You know, he plays in the back three. I'm not, I'm not as confident that he's that good in the back three. Personally. Okay. Uh, he's good, but I don't think it's that level he plays. Yeah. It's this small space, unlike when he plays in the it's back. Like, it's like David Lewis when they won, when they won that year. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, Daniel, I guess left back. Who's your left back? Left back. Um, I'm actually gonna go ahead and put Cancelo there. 
Is that okay? Yeah, cancel it too. Cancel it too. Yeah. Yeah, cancel it for me too. Yeah. Uh, I had him too. I'd cancel. Um so three midfield. I think everybody has gone, right? So for me, yeah. uh, my DM has to be Rodri. I think he has an exceptional. That's my DM. I don't know who, who you have as DM. You want to just do DM or all three positions? I think we do DM. DM is Let's do DM. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have Rodri. I have Rodri too. Fabino. Daniel. Rodri from Rodri from me. Okay. So Rodri it is. Uh Asha says reach James over trend for defensive purposes. And was second behind Trent in assist. Hmm? Second is just the first loser. Yeah. <laughs> and he, sorry, James plays as a wing is. back. It He's not a is. right back. He's a wing back. Yeah. Fair enough. That's true. Uh, so we have Roger for our DM. Um, right central midfield, uh, Ovi. Right central midfield. Uh, I was a little biased with this. I picked uh, Odegaard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy. He's my favorite Arsenal player right now. Even okay. though I feel Saka is the best player, I feel Odega is my favorite. Odega. So I like him. Fair, fair, fair. Who's yours? Uh, Ola? Uh, about me, I, I, I didn't know you were going with 4 3 3. I thought it was 4, four 2 3 1. So mm-hmm. I put Declan Rice. But it's a central midfielder. It's not, it's not yeah, really yeah. a defensive. It's a central midfielder in a way. Yeah, so I put yeah. Declan Rice. Okay. Um, Kevin for me, I mean, easily, especially like you know, towards the end of the season. Then Kevin. Oh, no, I still have the brain now, too. Okay, I have the brain, too. Yeah. Oh, so maybe we should just pick it, too. So let's do it. Yeah, right, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, go back then. Who are your okay, two? I have uh, for my own two, I have Odegaard and KDB. Okay, hola, uh, KDB and Declan Rice. Okay, Daniel, um, oh, putting me on the spot for the second one. I'd say KDB definitely. Uh, Bruno Fernandez? <laughs> Bruno, Bruno Gimarish before Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, so I'll say, I'll say Kevin and meet Bernardo. Mm, interesting. I had Bernardo. KDB and Declan is like Ola. I think Declan is exceptional this season. Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. He's a good player. So we have Declan Rice. Our midfield is Rodri, KDB, Declan Rice. Mm-hmm. Um, who's next to pick? So we have three forwards now. So we we'll start with our left side. I think Ola. Ola? The Egyptian king running down the wing. Left. Another golden put. That's right. That's right side. Oh, sorry. Left. Left. Right. Left on this side. Okay. Ah, song. Song. Sensational. Son, son, son special now. Yeah, I had son. I think that I think that was pretty easy. Yeah, I mean son is yeah. No, no, I'm sure you had son too, right? On the left, yeah, son. Uh case for what's his name? Case for what's his name? Uh Luis Diaz, but came too late, I think. Ah, too, too, too late. Yeah, too late. Yeah. I agree. Or son for me. I have son too. Uh what's this man saying? Nobody put one Saka for right right back. Shameful. Half <laughs> half Bisaka. Half Bisaka. Not one. Half Bisaka. <laughs> The United Review, man, is going to be brutal. I'm coming with this. <laughs> oh, boy. Full dossier on our recruitment. Uh, so, son, who's the next person now to pick? That would be you, I think. No, you, Daniel. You. Oh, me? For yeah. what? For the middle or for the right? Right. Right, Salah. I mean, obviously. So I think that's unanimous. 
Yeah, that's that should be unanimous, right? Yep. Obi, let me put it this way. Okay. I have my front three as Saka, Salah, and Son. Not because, not because I think Saka is the best player in his position, but I'm so impressed with him after adversity in the summer that I put him in my team. You want to accommodate him, find a way I'm yes. So I pushed Salah to my striker position. Okay. So that Saka can be on my right. That's what I did. <laughs> I mean, so that's the Okay, so we have our front two left is Son, right is Salah. For top striker. That's hard. Between Ronaldo and Kane, I guess. It's, it's not hard. It's not hard for me. It's not hard for me. <laughs> it's not hard between Ronaldo and Kane. It's not hard for me. Ronaldo, Neo, Ororo. All the way. All the way. You don't finish third in the, high, in the goal scorers list with your team sitting in sixth, seventh, or whatever. On that guy to look at his body, and he missed a lot of the season. The guy had like two or three goals there than Ronaldo, and he missed so much of the season. Ooh. But I understand what you're saying. Ronaldo is Ronaldo. Who missed much of the season? Jimmy Vardy. Oh, Vardy. Oh, yeah. And he's got like 15 goals, you know, in the league. So, I'm just saying Vardy is Vardy too because, I mean, he missed so much and still scored like 15 goals. Well, so, yeah, fair point. Ronaldo, but, yeah. Ronaldo played with at least eight or nine bozos every week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a strong case for him there. Interested. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough for Ronaldo. Okay. Yeah, I said Ken, Ken too did well. Ken, he came through in the clutch, fair, yeah, in the clutch period. He came through. Yeah, at the end, he came, came good. So, but Ronaldo, Ronaldo is uh, Ronaldo. Without Ronaldo, man, you might have finished in the bottom half. Are you sure? So, I, we, we can go into this conversation on United review. We'll go into this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I just, I uh, just, you know. Prisoners at the moment about this Ronaldo commission. A lot of work. Beef, 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 beef. I mean, I have Kane, but all of you have Ronaldo, right? So we'll put Ronaldo there. Uh, so our combined 11 is Allison, Trent, um, who was Alan Diaz, Park? Diaz, uh, Cancelo. Cancelo, Diaz, Virgil van Dijk, Rodri, KDB, Declan Rice, Son, Salah, Cristiano Ronaldo. What's this guy saying? The only list Bruno Fernandes will enter is the list of players who hit a British Airway playing at the Manchester <laughs> Let's go to our season awards. I think this one created a lot of controversy, right? I think I saw that on social media. Uh, like, some of the, like, player of the year. Or that sort of yeah, young player of the year as well. Let's start with manager of the year. Ovi, who's your manager of the year? Um, I, I, I made that decision today. I'll go with Pep because if he hadn't won, the whole hammer would have come on him. So... I mean, I would have said at that time he made top four, but he didn't make it. Uh, another good shout was uh, Newcastle guy because he came since he came on, they were still doing well. But that's, I mean, you can't give club, he came second. So, yeah. Pep. Hola, manager of the year. Who's your manager of the year? Uh, I, when they say manager of the year, are you guys restricting it to only the league? So that's why I want to know because if you're saying it's only. Yeah, are we are we counting only what they've done in the league? If that's what we're saying, then of course Pep will be the one because he won the league, basically. But he won it because he's expected to win it anyway. So 
if I'm going to give somebody, I'll give David Moyes. If we're talking about only the league, because he got them up to is it sixth? Did they get seven, them sixth? Seventh. Seven, seven. Oh, it's finished seventh. So yeah, got my, to Europe again. It, uh, yeah. Conference league. In conference league. Nah. Conference if they are league, finished, I'd have said yes. Oh, but what's what? Um, oh, semi finals of the Europa. So, no, the main question is if it's like looking at the achievement overall, overall for this, huh? use everything, use everything. Oh, everything, use everything. everything. I'll change it though. I'll change my answer. If it's everything, then it's close. Let's, let's, yeah. let's make it, let's make it as interesting. Let's do for league and for overall. Okay, so for league, for me, it's still Pep, overall, it's club. Okay. Hola. Uh, we have for league, yeah, because um, for league it will still be Pep anyway, but for overall <laughs> it will be Klopp because I think it's pretty. I don't have to go into the details of of what he has done this season. Um, but even for the league, I would think that the fact that we even managed to get, I don't know, I do throw away a fourteen point lead. Seriously, we shouldn't even be. Yeah, on the final day, dragging it with Man City. They should have won this league in March. They should have won this league in March, to be honest. So I don't know. Should we even give him that much props for even dragging this league I mean, to the final? Being two zero down and coming back, that's why I gave it to him. It's not because of any just oh, because zero down. Credit for yeah. that one. Credit for that yeah, one. But that's why I gave it to him. If you're like twelve there were like twelve points ahead of Chelsea going into March or February, late February. And Liverpool were 14 points behind. Okay, we had one game in hand. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> that feels like he almost even let it slip. Uh, but they deserved it. One point or two points or three points. They deserve to win the league. But I just don't feel that's that's even... I, I really think David Moyes did a great job this season. I really did. Because West Ham, they didn't even invest. And they had a small squad. Yeah, I think he did a great job. I, I think I'm even leaning towards David Moyes now for the league, to be honest. I think he did it. Even if it's seventh, I think he still did a good job. Okay. Daniel? Manager of the year, I'm going more, a little bit more unconventional. Uh, I have Patrick Vieira uh, for me. Um, coming into that squad, knowing, I think it's estimated a lot of times when like a new manager comes in after a different, you know, another person's era. And most of the time, when that new manager comes in, sometimes old players are there, but, you know, Vera came in and I think they had lost like nine, nine or so first-team players the yeah. season before. He had to bring in his own young, you know, brought in his own young talent, had to acquire a bunch of loans, you know. The striking options were not so great, you know, Benteke, Mateta, Zaha had to fill in there sometimes. And what he's been able to do with you know, all these young guys, you know, the Aces, the Odysseus, the Gallagher's been, you know, it's been really, really fun to watch. The entire Mitchell, you know, all the, the entire entire squad is full of, you know, young young guys and you know, they, they they had a very, very good season. Uh Brentford and Thomas Frank as well, doing what they were able to do. Well, I mean, obviously it goes down to you know, bigger bigger scope of things. Overall, I would say I would say Pep. Um because, like, he right now, like, the only person matching the legacy he's creating is Sir Alex, who, you know, who's long gone and he doesn't look like Pep is going away anytime soon. So he's definitely like, on course to surpass, like, everything that this man has built in 25, 25 years in the space of 10 years. So um, definitely have to give it to him. Okay. 
Uh, just to go left field because everybody has, you know, tagged me as the pep lover. So. <laughs> please, please, stay true to form. Please, stay true to form. <laughs> I'll go left field. I'll actually give it to Moyes because I always like to look at them. The squad value, right? When bought these players like two years ago, you know, we just think about them like them Susek, that they are right back. I remember his name now. Go for Dior, Bowen. These are players that nobody was thinking about, right? And Mikel Antonio. And they were in the top four, top five for almost all season until March, April, when they started having bad injuries because they were playing in two tournaments. Two tournaments, yeah. So for the league alone, I'll give it to just I'll give it to Moyes for the league. Um, with a shout out, special shout out to Antonio Conte because I remember, even though you said two points, he has more wins than Ateta has had all season. And it came in November. Yeah. No, wow. no, it doesn't. It doesn't. He has Arsenal more wins than Arsenal since. Than Ateta. No, no. In the league overall, no. No, wow. Arsenal and Tottenham have the same amount of wins. Arsenal might even have more wins than them. No, it's not possible. Only, only Liverpool and Man City have more wins than Arsenal. Arsenal only drew three league games this season. But we lost 11 games. That's the problem. So we probably have more wins than Tottenham. You can check it. Okay, but not, okay, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. so only Man City and Liverpool have more wins than Arsenal. We have more wins than Chelsea. Maybe it's the points. There was something yeah, the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Points. Because like I said, the problem with Arsenal was we didn't draw many games, but we lost a lot of games. Yeah, they lost thirteen. Mm -hmm. Arsenal lost yeah. thirteen. So that we lost to Man City and Liverpool home and away. That's four. Mm -hmm. They were still losing in clusters. We lost thirteen games. Yeah, So four. Then we lost those three. Brighton, whatever. So maybe, maybe that's less losses. Maybe that's the stats I saw. I think it was less losses. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So that other guy lost like five games before he got fired. I can't remember. No, no. Esperito. He lost like four or five games before he got fired. Or six games. I can't remember. Before he got fired. I think he lost six games before he got fired. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I give a shout out just because he came in. He saw the holes and he plugged it immediately. Two signings, Bentacor and Kulusevsky. They fit in like a glove. And like literally took them to top four. Uh, so he gets a shout out. Overall, club. I mean, it's amazing what they're doing, you know, scotting them to like everything, the cost of everything, every tournament they've played in. And they played about 60 something games. So, yes, he gets mine. Club overall, and I think uh, Moise, Moise for the um, league. But you consider their resources for sure. Uh, player of the year. I'll start with that. Who, me? Our mm -hmm. uh, son. Okay. Son, like that, 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 that's a ridiculous start. You know, no, no penalty goals, like at all. And uh, as they said he had scored his, his XG for like 6.4 the entire season. That's true. Like, that is crazy. I mean, KDB, like, yeah, he gets in there. I think that's based on legacies. Like all, all these other awards, like Fifth Pro, like, you know, okay. I have that guys like, you know, Marcelo on there, 10, 11 years in a row, like, those type of things. Uh, but I think this season, if anyone was going to get that award, man, it's definitely, definitely going to be Son. Okay. Yeah, it's for me. Kobe. Um, I I still go with KDB. I feel player of the season should be with the team that wins. So um and KDB is the best player in Man City, so I'll go KDB. Okay. Uh Ola. Ah. Running down the wing. 
the Egyptian king. What do you what do, what do you want what do you want him to do again? Score the most goals, made the most assists. What do you want from him again? Eh? You want him to solve oh, world, okay. world true, 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 want him true, to solve true. the world, the wars all over the world to cure cancer. Right. What do you want from this man again? He made the most assists. He scored the most no, highest number of goals. What what else do you want? Give him his PFA award. Give him I the best my answer, award. I changed change my answer. <laughs> Thank you, correct guy. Give me correct guy, Jerry. Come on, come on. Let's go. Forgot about the assist. To be fair, forgot about the assist. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I forgot he had the highest number. I thought it was strength. It was strength still. My my only issue with Salah this season was that during the clutch time. It was pretty much Diaz and Mane carrying them. It yeah, tailed up for the season. So that's why I didn't... There's a reason, I mean, there's a reason sure for they, that. I'm just saying that's why I, I don't go with Salah. Because numbers-wise, Diaz goes and assists. But plot time, KDB stepped up and was carrying his team. Salah was looking to Mane and Diaz carry the team. So he that's was why contributing. He was not scoring, but he was still making assists in that period. That's the thing. Salah was, was, Salah was the channel of himself. Maybe he was thinking of the uh, ball. He was still making assists. Play the main people. issue was he played too much football. He played too know, much football. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying, so at the end of the day, when it's clock time, it was Diaz and inspired signing Diaz and Man that were taking you guys to carrying you guys last month or so. So that's why I think no, I'm, I'm okay to be just for me. Like, you know, I'll use the playoff, the playoff spirit, like uh, Obi said. Yeah. Clutch time, KDB, like Champions League. I mean, I know. They still went out, but like Champions League, all the crucial games, Manchester Derby, Liverpool draw, like all the key games. My man was just coming up clutch, 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 clutch. Even today, like I think did the assist for the second goal, I think. Yeah, for the last one, I think. Yeah. Salah so, scored today. And Salah also set up a goal against Man City in the 2 2 draw. Goal. So it's not like Salah was just chilling, doing nothing all through, yeah. you know? Ali, I think he's been poor from January. I think he has been. You know? Yeah. Uh, poor is very, poor is very harsh. That's very harsh. It's oh, like very harsh. By his standards, you know? Yeah, but like, it's called like... It is, it's come more than twice. What are you saying now? Come on. No, no, it's come more than twice. But the thing is, like you said, a lot of big it was on fire. Yeah. But after yeah, the additional the score... The counter to your argument, the counter to your yeah. argument is, it was on fire and put us in the position to be in this shout for the four trophies. If it was not on fire at the beginning of the season, would Liverpool be in this position at all? Yeah, that can't, just dismiss, can't just dismiss the first half of the season no. and say, oh, it was, was on fire in the first half of the yeah, It's part of the season. A season is a yeah. season. I know. If it's, yeah, if it's the Son, Salah, Kennedy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm fine with them. Just, I'm not why I don't want, why I don't go with Salah is because one, they didn't win the league. Two, it tailed up at the ending. And yeah, that's why I agree. Result, so, that's why I see. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying, yeah. let's not dismiss what he did at the first half of the season. Oh, yeah, that's part of the season. Uh, goal is good. Yeah, now. It feels like it. It feels like it's when you're saying, oh, this other person came clutch in the second half of the season. What was KDB oh. doing in the first half of the season then? Well, it was just selling beans. That's what the body is made at the end of the season, though. That's the body maker. But you have to be in a position. Somebody has to put you in that position to exploit being in chance with winning at the end of the season. That's fair. That's fair. I agree. put us in a position to be. In this chart at the end of the season, so we can't just dismiss. Oh, he scored twenty goals in the beginning, so let's throw it away because he didn't score. He didn't score twenty goals in the second half of the season. That's right, but that's why they always wait. They always wait. It's always skewed towards like you know, in, in other sports like America's sport, NBA, football, in soccer too, right? That's why they always skewed yeah, towards. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I, I see the argument for KDB. I'm not even disputing KDB. KDB is fantastic. I'm not. Even, I'm not disputing that KDB is fantastic. They can give it to either of them. Both of them are deserving winners if they give it to either of them. 
But for me, it's Salah, obviously. And I'm, I'm biased, of course. What do you expect? I'm biased. <laughs> young player of the year. Let's end the young player of the year. Um, Ovi, I already know who you're going to choose. Let's... I mean, come on now. <laughs> I, I mean, before you give, I'm telling you, I will even give, I'll give Bowen, I was born in the young player nominee. I'll give Declan Rice before I give Phil Foden. I mean, if we're not doing it this year, I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be biased. Now. I agree with you. What well, anybody I will give before Phil Foden this year, this year. So, I mean, I've, I'm going with Saka, but I'm just saying, like, I was so shocked to see it. But Foden's got nine goals, right? Saka Saka's Saka. got 11 goals. 11 goals, two of them were penalties. Yeah, uh, but Saka... Let's not, let's not start this penalty thing, I bet. Saka, 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 Saka... Let me ask you a question. If Saka was in Man City, did Saka be taking penalties? Okay, okay. Like you said, that two goals, fine. Saka has 19 goal contributions. So, 11 goals, 8 assists. Okay. Look at Saka, Saka took the penalties because the other Arsenal players, some of them do not take penalties. They were so, afraid. you don't blame me for taking penalties. He had 19 goal contributions. He played every single match. Saka has 7 goals, right? 7, huh? seven assists, sorry. 7 assists, right? 8, 8, 11 plus 8. 7, bro. I'm looking at this. Official. Oh, this 7. Oh, they said 8. They said 9. Okay. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't add up to those goals. I'm hearing people like dismiss the team like it's so far. But then I look at the team like... No, no. Like this. Like, no, he didn't play no, many no. games now. For the, Saka, I mean, he I mean, I mean, didn't play all the games. He didn't play all the games. Who's that? Like, but, that's what I mean. For the... Yeah. Yeah, but Saka assisted today, so maybe they're not updated that today. One, one, one thing I'd say though, for this case, no, no, no. I mean, he wasn't the most influential young player. That, when I mean he didn't play the most games, he wasn't the most influential player in the city team compared and to what Saka. Saka is Saka is basically carrying the Arsenal team. No, 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 no. I disagree. I disagree. We are the highest level champions yeah, exactly. league, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, but you are talking about league now. Maybe I don't want to say we are talking about yeah, league. It doesn't even matter. Like for league titles, like scoring goals, clutch goals, than going for top four. Which one? Clutch goals. Clutch goals. Clutch Important goal for them. I have been the last important goal. I have been there last season. Sorry, against Liverpool. Scored now. When in the first match in November, in November last year. No, 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 no. That was the last important goal he scored. Well, I'm missing the point. So far in November. Okay, no. I'm not even being biased. Like, we're well, missing the point. They have like seven nominees for for young player of the season. I will choose every single one before folding mm. this season. I'm not saying the, I'm not saying he's not a better player than those players. I'm saying I won't this... go that far. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. Okay, no. Okay, who, who, who are the nominees? I think it was Declan Rice, Ward Prowse, Saka. I think Bowen. I'm sure. I mean, it's not the kind of player that we're nominating them. So, I mean, if Bowen, I if, if Bowen is there, if Bowen is there, then I'll. I'm not sure if Bowen is under 23 years old. Yeah, so maybe sure. maybe the senior one. But I'm not the kind of player that we're nominating. Saka, Trent, uh, maybe no, they can't give Trent again. Trent, they should not give Trent. The on the list, right? They're not the players on the yeah. list. So all those players, I will choose every single one before I choose you for the, this season. He didn't do anything this season. He did not do anything this season. Gallagher, Mitchell, okay. Mr. Mount, Ramsdale, Declan Rice, and Bukayo Saka. All of them are just before uh, people do. Ah, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> Even for me, that's too far. That's too far. That's too far. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay no, no, ayo, 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 let's, let's calm down. Let's calm down. That's too Ramsdale, far. to me, top three players this season, top three goalkeepers this season. Sure. Mm. Let's do that. 
Sanka for me better than Phil Foden this season for sure. Uh, who's again the list? Galaga. Galaga. I mean, I'm not a Chelsea fan, but that guy is that guy has balled out himself this season. Crystal Palace, Galaga. Okay. Yeah, I played very well this season. I, I mean, yeah. I vote for you. No, Mitchell is the only one I can say okay. Mount, I vote for you. Ah, Mount. No, Mount. Mount is not. It's not exciting, but it's efficient. <laughs> It's efficient, so let's what time it is. So you've gone with Saka, that's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, who's your young player of the year? Oh, young player of the year, Declan Rice. Maybe Rice was there, Nabi. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, yeah, Declan Rice for me. I mean, the next move, I think if he's going to United or any of that, anybody buying him is buying him for over 100 million because yeah, the guy is worth it. He's worth every penny. He's worth every penny. Uh, you can't afford him. No, we can't afford him. Just the way we don't want. Seriously, to. we can't afford 150 million for for one player. No, we don't have that kind of money. 150. No, I know it's 100. We don't, 100 we million. No, we can't afford 100 million. You should stay where it's like. Okay, we'll go and buy. Eventually, <laughs> we'll go and get uh, what's his name, Bubaka Kamara. Free, yeah. free. We don't want this kind of signings anymore. Free. Ah, <laughs> wow! From, from from Marseille, his his contract is. Uh, I really I rate Rice, though. I I rate him very highly. He's a very good player. He's a complete player. Rice, there's no doubt about it. If you buy him, your midfield is sorted for the next ten years. Yeah, but we can't afford him now. We can't afford him. No, why you can't afford him? There's my like that. You can afford him. Pogba is gone now. Pogba is gone. Uh, yeah, Matic Matic is gone. Gone. It's a big hole. Matter. Matter. I can't even afford him. Don't mind him. They are joking. What yeah. do you mean? They'll buy him. Yeah. They'll buy him. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in there anymore. Don't buy him. They'll go and buy one of these British strikers for 80 million. No. Yeah, Maybe, uh, no mind that. Mind not to waste money. We're not doing that anymore. This is a new job. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, no, no, I was just, I, I, the reason I was arguing for Foden is I have seen people, Arsenal fans specifically, make it look like the distance performance-wise between Saka and Foden is like night and day. I'm like, are you guys watching the same thing we're watching? It's just, that's what, that's why I just don't understand. When I just speak all these comments, I'm like, okay. Look, this idea look. that carrying a team, going for top four, I don't believe that's more pressure than play at the highest level. That's just my opinion. I've seen yeah, players. but that's fine. But don't don't forget yeah. that I can guarantee you. Can, playing well. Yeah, but I can guarantee you anybody playing in Man City. Um, no, no, no. Let's just let me. Let me my statement. Let me statement. What my statement? Okay, say it. Okay. Anybody playing in Man City moves to another club who score less goals. Just take it from me. It's, they create too many chances in Man City. Goals, performance wise, just performance. Just no, I'm just saying that. So because of the people say, oh, for the last seven goals, I'm like. As um, Bukayo Saka has like one quarter of Arsenal's goals, so it's not just as he just like he's going goes to win games. But they, but you know what you know when you flip it, when you flip that now, what's your, your logic? Okay, essentially mean if Saka gets to that level, you push that level, Man City is going to play in this, scoring this goal or play at this same level. That, that's what we always forget. If Saka goes to Man City, 
a performance in Arsenal against where mostly Arsenal has played just in the league this season, right? Like in Europa, in joining um, you guys' Europa run, that's a lower level. Saka was poor. Let's be very honest. It was Saka was for 17 or 15 dead or something. Saka is 19 or 20. 20 there. He's 20. There. He's 21. He's still 20. Okay. He's 21. Saka goes to Man City. He will score more goals. Sure. Why? Sure. Don't forget, you guys said it now. The Arsenal's play is so labor. They can't create chances. And yet... He still scored all these goals. Saka doesn't have the same level of technical ability as Foden. Let's stop this. Let's stop ah. this. It's not the same. It's not like my my grandmother. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Yes, yes. Let's be serious. Come on. Saka is a good player. He's done well. He plays well for England. He did very well for Arsenal. But technical ability is not the same. Let's be serious. Okay. It's not. Okay. You know it's not the same. You, you I don't know, but I don't want to drag this any further. Saka is better technically than Foden? Saka is a better player than Foden. I'm not saying this is... I'm saying Brennan is a better player. That's my opinion. Game. I'm not having this discussion again. All right. So, that's why I don't want to continue. Yeah, Saka is better than Foden. I'm not saying this is, you know. I'm just saying Saka is better than Foden. Right? In Anfield. You remember that goal last season? Saka in his life can never score that kind of goal. You, you remember that goal? Ah, come on. Do you know how many goals Saka has scored? That kind of goal. He has never showed us he can score. Do you know how many goals Saka has scored? Can he score that type of goal? I don't know goals. That type. You remember that goal? I can't remember the goal. Oh, go and watch the highlight again. Go and watch that. No, but Saka has, Saka has scored various kinds of Saka has created kinds of goals that... Never I mean, against Chelsea, your one goal he scored with his right foot was last season that was out of this world. Like has he scored a goal like that? He has never. I can't even remember the goal. I'm not trying to say that. Like I said. Gas Saka too much, in my opinion. They do. Because of this star boy nonsense comparison. I like to After fans will hide their players. That's just normal. But what I'm saying is... Are you getting it? Tell me now. If you ask me now... Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel. Pick up your mind. Pick up your mind. What I'm saying is... If you come to me now, you tell me... Oh... Saka is better than Son. Uh, I'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think yeah, better. Yeah. But it's not better. He's not better right now. Maybe in five years time, it can be better or two years time. But as of right now, Saka is better than Foden. Take it from me. Okay. Just, 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 I'm not saying whether it's... Because I'm not a technical and I want fancy moves. But it's better than... There are goals Marshall can score that Saka cannot score. Doesn't mean that Marshall better than Saka. It doesn't mean anything. Champions League games against Atletico, against PSG, Saka at the highest he has played. No, what I'm saying is, no. You said, you said he scored one, one fabulous goal. There are goals Anthony Marshall will score that probably Saka will not score, will never score. But Saka now doesn't mean anything. He's not played at the same level, though. That's the thing. It's night and day. not played at the same level. Okay. Okay. Nah, it's true. It's just not. Nah, but I, I'm basing it off Premier League performance for the season. Okay. Saka did not play Europe. He only played Premier League. So I'm basing it off that. Europe, I mean, we didn't see anything. Yeah, but then it was 18 or 19 now. It's just it's growing every season now. It's getting yeah, better every season. Next season, I'll remind you. Next season, you'll carry the cup. We'll have this discussion now. You'll carry the cup next season. I'll remind you again. Obi, what cup? You know what cup now? When? <laughs> Next season. Okay. I've come to the end of the show. <laughs> uh, I think we have some. Uh, kudos and donkey. Fodin performed. Oh, well, okay. We could do that too. Fodin performed in the first nine position this season. Uh, yeah, that's true. Osaka bench Mares at City. Definitely. Yes. 
Come on. Ah, come, come on. on. Obi. Obi. Oh, yeah. You have lost come me on. now. I was supporting you before now. You have lost me. Come on. 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 Yeah, Obi, your kudos and donkey quickly. For the time. Uh, for the entire season. Yes, uh, oh wow. Let's do season. Kudos and donkey season. Ah. Now plenty you. <laughs> I think I think kudos kudos has to be I would say club. Just for for being able to manage the squad properly to fight yeah. in all competitions. Uh for donkey, yeah, you have to go with someone. I have many candidates, but I'll, I'll go with um, the man you guy, Greenwood. I, I used to love him as a football player, but I mean, unfortunately, we might not see him again. We call him the, the man that shall not be named. That's what we call him. <laughs> okay. We don't call his name anymore. Man that shall not be named. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it pretty much. Daniel, kudos, Donkey. Uh, kudos, kudos, of the, kudos. Let me start with Donkey. Just the entire United organization as an institution. Yeah, I agree. Just messed it up bigly this season. Uh, kudos. Surprisingly, I mean, this guy did a shit job on the pitch, but kudos to Ralph Ragnick for, you know, those interviews. I mean, like I said, probably didn't, definitely didn't show anything on the field, but some it's, it's as a fan who watches this club, who's watching this club become shit, like, it's refreshing to see, like, an outsider come in and actually just, like, Tell it as it is. And I'm hoping that that can translate you know, moving forward, you know, with you know, bringing someone who's very blunt, very unapologetic in what he does. And, you know, no more. Just it gives me the semblance that the feeling that the sugarcoating era of, of things is, you know, it's over. Like we're going to address stuff as they come. So, yeah, that's 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 kudos for me. Uh, just in the, our, our pressers, not you know, obviously not from the performance standpoint. Yeah. Hola. Um, kudos, kudos well, to the Premier League itself. Um, I'm not one of those. Um, oh my, the league I watch is the best league ever. I'm not. I'm. I, I don't get caught up in all this. My league is better than your league nonsense. But the drama, the drama of this season, I think it's one of the best seasons ever. Like everything basically went to the final day. So fair play. Even the golden boots went to the final day. Even the assists, <laughs> assist rates went to the final day. Relegation final spot went to the final day. So this season and the way it ended also. So the this Premier League kudos for, for the way it panned out this season. Even considering all the pandemic and the postponements and everything. So the league itself, kudos to them. Donkey, the VAR officials of the Premier League. Because the um, World Cup World Cup list was drawn up and they didn't take anybody from the Premier League for the VAR Again. officials. Yeah, they, they, took, they took two referees. They took two referees, but no VARs. So they're not they're not taking that shows you how bad they've been operating the VAR because even the World Cup is like we're not taking any of you guys, you're so yeah, bad. Yeah. So they're the donkeys of the season, basically, because that shows you how bad they badly they've done this season. That they're not even going to the World Cup. Mm. Okay. Uh, Dyer said kudos for the week. Frankfurt for winning the Europa. And Caustic was about to be sold, but for an email error and became the Europa League player of the season. That's a good one. That's a good one, Dyer. Uh, second one says, Donkey of the Week, La Liga president Tebas. 
for taking PSG. Preparing <laughs> to hold on to Mbappe. Uh, my donkey of the season. Just like Echo and Dana, I'll just point to that. So these people. Yeah, those, these guys. Are those people right there. Last, that's that's the last time I won the Premier League. It's right there. This donkey of this Manchester United football institution. Big donkeys. And we'll, we'll go to, into that. We'll do our review in a couple of weeks. Uh, kudos for me. Left field. Just happened today. I know we kind of didn't mention it. AC Milan. It's been what? 11? 11 years. Yeah. Drought. Finally winning the Italian League after I have you know, a lot of die-hard long-term AC Milan fans who have been texting me going crazy all day like about it. Because I, I had a bet one, a silent bet that United won the league. I think I had a bet like nine, eight years, seven years ago that United were winning before AC Milan. Oh, like, it's been in my oh, no. all day. <laughs> and they did it with youngsters too. Yeah, yeah, they did. So oh, shout out to AC Milan for winning the Italian league. And uh, purely, purely, they stuck with him. If, if, if anybody remember the history, when they signed him three years ago, had a bad start, they were going to fire him. They were just going to fire him. Then his results picked up in December, and they were going to get Ragnik. I don't know if everybody remember that. They were about to get Ragnik. In fact, they got Ragnik. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ragnik to come and be director of football and coach. But what happened is when I think who, who blocked the deal was uh, Maldini. The oh, owner wow. that came already at Ragnik, they were going to like make him. Director of football, then end of season sack Pioli and yeah. make him coach. But when they saw when, when they signed the deal with Ragnik, they saw that results had improved. They wanted to bring him in to come. And uh, Maldini, I think, had a conversation and I said, nah, they should stick with Pioli. And they stuck with Pioli. And here we are, two years later, or two seasons later, champions. So kudos to them. That's like clutch executive decision making. Even though I think they did some, you know. I think there's we need to investigate that. I understand what you mean, Ayo. Inter match where keeper decided to play. I understand the yes. need to do investigation because that man is <laughs> that's all I'll say. Allegedly, we, we need some investigation. Allegedly, that someone plays his old net. The ace, the inter Milan sub keeper. There's there, there deep investigation to that because without that, I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Uh, that's where we end. Uh, this was a long one. Uh, expected since the end of season, but uh, we'll have reviews next week. Take a break, just like uh, enjoy Champions League, whatever. We will come back in two weeks. Uh, thanks everyone for joining. Hola, thank you for coming on. Ovi, my guy, you know, it was in our hand, FC. No more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try again, we'll try, try again next year. We go again. Uh, we we'll continue our group therapy. We we'll go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And everyone, July, please July support us in the final. Chapter six. Yeah, I will, yeah. Be, I will do no such thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about British pride or like I'm not British. I, I wasn't I born in England. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. all of that. Madrid. I never Madrid. support any English team apart from Arsenal in Europe. It's not, not possible. It makes no sense. I'm so disappointed in all of you. I'm so disappointed. I hope everyone can win. I hope Real Madrid can win the next 10 Champions League. <laughs> For everyone, we are out. Have a good show. See you. Bye. <laughs>